I hope that you're doing well. This is Ivory welcoming you back to episode number five of the B-Roll podcast, showing you how to realistically improve your life. And today we're going to be talking about romanticizing your life. Now, I have the ultimate guide for you to embody your hot girl energy, your it girl energy, your best summer of your life energy, no matter what season it is, basically. Because, okay, I just feel like romanticizing your life is the guide to happiness. If you straight up told me you're like, hi ivory i want to be happy i will just tell you three words romanticize your life that's it like this advice can literally apply to anyone of any age doing anything anywhere in the world romanticize your life for myself personally i feel like i really needed this episode too so here is my ultimate guide to romanticizing your life okay so a little bit of backstory for the longest time ever since like the past month or so i was in a rut i was feeling quite burned out from school from life from having to balance everything i'm currently a girl that is getting ready for university applications so stuff is really 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 stressful and let's just say that i was not really having it like school and everything was just making me a little bit miserable and the moment that i sort of remember that i can do this that i can romanticize my life is the moment that i was like oh my gosh so i can be happy like i can be in school i can do well, I can have no time at all, but I can still be happy. Okay, that's great. So I decided to dig deeper into how to romanticize your life and the tips that I just wrote down, I have 10 tips for you guys. These tips practically saved me. Like they saved me from academic burnout. They saved me from wanting to drop out of school and they just made me happier. If you're not really familiar with the concept, romanticizing your life is basically making every single small mundane little thing count making every moment joyful like the small tiniest moments and i feel like it is really 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 important to romanticize your life just for the sake of being sane and to get you through stressful situations that you do not really want to be in for example if you're currently let's say you're at school or you're at a job that you don't really like you're working at your little nine to five if you're in university if you're in high school if you are a mom if you are a mom of a child that's maybe three or four that's having little tantrums right now no matter what it is that you're going through romanticizing your life and romanticizing everything that you're going through by a little bit will help a lot okay now let's just dive right into it first of all i feel like you need to be dressing the part you need to dress however your dream version of yourself dresses or try out a special aesthetic that you think you really like if you're going to school and you're allowed to maybe wear something that's a little bit preppy okay not too overboard actually you can go overboard it's a free country i'm in canada i don't know where you are but do whatever you like and makes you happy but dress a little bit preppy or dress in a way that makes you feel confident if you're at school if you're working a job dress a way that makes you feel confident comfortable happy excited to be there and just good about yourself I'm actually not making this up. Like there is scientific evidence that backs me up on the way that you dress can actually affect how you feel and your mood for the day, basically. I think it's also something to do with like color theory of like if you're dressing in white, then you feel this way. If you're dressing in black, then you'll feel that way. I don't really know about the colors though, but I do know that however you choose to look that day, like with your makeup, with your hair, with your outfit, it really matters. Like if you're looking confident, cute, sexy, put together, 
together, you will feel confident, cute, sexy, and put together. If you're looking like you haven't showered, if you're looking like your life is a mess, you will think that your life is a mess and everyone else will think that your life is a mess, not that their opinion matters. But just simply dressing the way that you want to feel or dressing like the best version of yourself can really make your day-to-day tasks more fun. It can make going to school more fun. It can make socializing, going to work, being a mom, doing whatever it is that you're doing more fun. And if you can't really dress up however you want to, for example, if you work at a job that has a uniform, if you are at a school that has a uniform, try your best to personalize the uniform a little bit. Like maybe, I don't know if you guys have watched the show Gossip Girls or something, but try to make your uniform in your job or in your school more personal to you. If you're wearing a school uniform, then maybe make the skirt a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, or maybe tuck your shirt in or don't tuck your shirt in or wear a loose tie or don't wear a tie at all. If you're working at like a restaurant, then if they have to let you wear like black jeans, then maybe wear a fun little white tank top that makes you feel confident. You get my point, right? I guess the whole point of like romanticizing your life is not to change your current circumstances. It's not like drop out of school, drop out of work. Like, no, I'm not saying that. Romanticizing your life is being with your current circumstances, but changing your mindset and making it better. Like still going to school, still wearing your uniform, but making it more personal to you and making your uniform look better and feel better. So my number one tip would be to dress however your highest self would dress and try that for a week and see how that changes for you. Okay, the second thing that I think is really important to romanticizing your life is to have a plan, have a schedule, have something that sort of tells you you're going to be where, when, with who, doing what. Now, I don't know if this is because I am a planner type of girl, but I just feel like having a plan makes your life a whole lot easier. And also, it just feels like your life is together, even though it probably is not. Like having a plan, it's just screaming that girl vibes to me, I guess. So maybe Maybe planning out your day, planning out your morning, just like having a plan in general, it can make you a lot more productive. It can make sure that you get done the things that you need to do or even the things that you want to do. It can make you feel like you've accomplished something because I know for me that whenever it is at nighttime and I feel like I did absolutely nothing that entire day, I will feel so down. I will feel so bad about myself because I'm like, I wasted a day. Like life is short and I just wasted a day of it and like that's terrible. So I guess that's something that can make your life a little bit more organized, a little bit more fun, and a little bit more exciting is to have a schedule. I feel like this is also really good practice for the future if you're like in high school or something because life does get a little bit messier, especially if you get married or if you have kids or if you're like working somewhere. Life only gets messier and messier after you leave high school. So having a plan and having a schedule from early on sort of gets you in the habit of planning ahead of time so that you can make sure that you are spending your days however you want to spend it. It's like the same logic as buying a Disney ticket beforehand, you know, so that like if you really want to go to Disneyland, you buy your ticket beforehand to make sure that you can go on the day that you want to go. You can't just expect Disney to have tickets forever and to just pop in at a random day. Like it doesn't really work like that. So having a schedule, having a plan can really make sure that your life goes more in your favor. And I guess that can really make you happier. Something else that I really like to do is embody main character energy. And this is just like a little theory that I've come up with. So pretend that your life is a movie, okay? You are the main character. 
obviously. And whenever you are about to make a decision or whenever you're about to do something, ask yourself, if this was a movie, what would your main character do next that would be exciting, that would make him or her or they the happiest? Instead of spending all of your time just in your home, laying in your bed, doing absolutely nothing, think to yourself for a second, what would make the main character of my movie the most happiest, excited version of herself or himself or their self right now? Incorporate more things into your life that you really enjoy, like going on a spontaneous drive or going to the beach someday. Maybe it's getting their nails done or seeing a friend or booking a trip somewhere if you can. What can you do in your life that can make you happy? Incorporate more things in your life purpose to make yourself happy. I know it sounds quite obvious, like of course, do stuff that makes you happy. Everybody says it, but actually plan things into your life that you know will for sure make you happy every single day. I dare you to plan one thing in your day, one small thing that can make you happier. Maybe it's just making a matcha latte in the morning. Maybe it's just that. Maybe it's spending $2,000 on a pair of shoes. I don't know. Who knows? Plan something in your life that can make you happy every day or every week or as often as you can, really. Something else that I need to say along with this is to change your mindset. Now, I feel like changing your mindset is also really important when it comes to romanticizing your life because you cannot sit there like a negative Nancy. You can't sit there and be like, why is this not happening? I don't like my life. This is going wrong. This is so boring. You are the creator of your own reality and despite not being able to change some things like school or like your job, what you can change is your perspective. You can choose to see your life as terrible, miserable, boring, or you can choose to see everything as an opportunity. You can choose to say, I'm so grateful and thankful that I am allowed to go to high school, that I have the privilege to attend university, that I can be here in this office, even if you hate the job. If you're always in the little Miss Negative Nancy mindset and you never see things from a good perspective, no matter what you do, where you are, and how much you have, you will never truly truly be happy. So changing your mindset along with romanticizing your life is something that needs to come with everything. Like no matter what you're trying to do, changing your mindset is top tier. It's number one. You have to allow yourself to see your life in a positive lens. You have to allow yourself to believe that you can change, that you can be happier because if you never believe that you can, it'll never happen. Moving on to number five on our list on the ultimate guide to romanticizing your life is to read books and listen to podcasts. I guess you could also listen to audiobooks. And if you're here right now, I'm very proud of you because you are currently listening to a podcast. Reading books is something that I really suggest that you can try out. And I mean reading like novels or reading books that just make you feel happy. I don't mean to read like the dictionary or to read something that's like, I don't know, like really hard, really complex. Reading should be fun, at least if you're not reading right now and you would want to get back into it, allow yourself to read something that you actually enjoy first and then you'll slowly get back into reading. I used to be someone that just didn't read, didn't like reading, absolutely not. Just like, no, I would never, ever, ever touch a book. You would not catch me with a book in my hands actually reading. Until a while ago, I stumbled across my first novel, okay? I stumbled across a Colleen Hoover novel and from that moment on, I just started reading. I started looking forward to reading books. Crazy, right? 
Reading books is like the older version of like Netflix or YouTube. It's like watching a movie, but you get to come up with the scenes, if that makes sense. I feel like reading a book or listening to a podcast can really take you out of your reality for a second and put you into someone else's mind, put you into someone else's world, a world that doesn't exist if it's a book. If you don't get car sick or train sick, then reading a book on a long car ride or a train ride or a plane ride or before you go to bed, after you wake up, listening to a podcast when you're driving, when you're cooking dinner, when you're making breakfast, when you're taking your little hot girl walk outside, if you're walking your dog, whatever it is that you're doing, reading a book or listening to a podcast while you're doing the task can make you feel really, really, really good. And that brings me on to the next tip, which is to make playlist and listen to songs actually separate your songs into playlists like a feel good in the morning playlist a nighttime jazz vibes playlist a that girl summer playlist a workout playlist a confident playlist like make playlists of the energy that you want to feel when listening to these songs Listening to music while like listening to podcasts and reading books, I feel like there should be a balance between all three. You can't be listening to music 24-7 because it's like, it's all the same lyrics, you know? It's all the same melodies. I love listening to music, so trust me when I say this, but after you've been listening to music for a very long time, you get sick of it. I'm not even talking about one song. If you have your headphones in and music playing 24-7, quite literally, it gets a little bit boring. Sometimes I just want to read a good book. I just want some silence. I want a podcast. I want to hear someone talking for once. Like, I'm sick of the music sometimes. So I would say to balance reading books, listening to podcasts, and making a playlist of your favorite songs and listening to them so that you can truly romanticize your life and romanticize your daily tasks. Something else that I feel like is really important is to actually go to third spaces. Now, what I mean by this is maybe go to a little cafe, a little bookstore, maybe go somewhere that's like not your house or not your work or school or whatever it is that you go to normally. Going to a third space is something that can really, really make you happier. I don't know what it is, but working at a cafe, doing your homework at a cafe, reading a book in the bookstore or the library, it just, it hits different, you know? It's not your house. You're not allowed to lay in your bed whenever you want. It's not your work. It's not stressful. It's just fun. A cafe, it's fun. It's fun. It's lighthearted. There's people. There's noises. You can bring your headphones. You can order yourself a little drink if it's the cafe obviously not the library but if you're in the library then you're surrounded by books you're surrounded by the smell the sound of like people whispering the books the creaking floor of the library like library grounds are usually like creaky actually in canada they're mostly like carpet like the libraries that i've been to the floors are like carpet or something anyways going to third places is something that we really need like i feel like after covid everyone has realized that we need to go to third places more like we can't just stay in our home all day we can't just isolate ourselves all day it's not fun it's not good so try to go to third places whenever you can to do your homework to study to work to read a book whatever it is that you're doing i just feel like a change of scenery a change of environment and getting out of the house more has made me a lot more happier and it's also really important to romanticize your life because if your life was a movie and the main character was just in her house all day 24 7 would you watch it like would you watch the movie i think that the answer would be no because who wants to see a movie of a girl just in her house 
unless it's like a really scary movie or something, who would want to see a movie of a girl in her house sitting, lying down, not doing anything, not going anywhere? You need to go on some adventures. You need to make your life a little bit more interesting, okay? You cannot just stay in your house all day, all day, all day long. And this also brings me on to my next tip, which is to be a tourist in your own city. I love to travel. I love to travel so much and I find Vancouver, which is where I'm living at, so boring. Okay, I've lived here half of my life already, so this place is starting to grow a little bit old to me. I feel like I've been everywhere. I've seen everything. I feel like I've done all that there is to do. I have taken in all that the city has to offer, but that is not true, okay? And wherever it is that you are living, somebody in the world probably thinks that you're so lucky and wants to live there. Even if you're living in the city that you think is so boring, I know that personally, Vancouver is a city that a lot of people actually want to live in. I have a sister-in-law. She is currently in the University of Toronto, which is Toronto in Canada. She has been telling me every single day how much she wants to come back to Vancouver. She's like, oh my gosh, I miss Vancouver so much. I want to come back. And I'm like, why? This is like, this place is so boring. Like, why? Why do you want to come back? The city that you are currently living in and that you find extremely Extremely boring could be someone else's dream city to live in. And I know that saying that might not make a difference because you're going to be like, okay, I still hate the city. I still have nothing to do. Like, how does that help me? Be a tourist in your own city. And I mean it. There are so many places where you have not visited, maybe touristy spots or even just like secret hideouts. There are so many places that you have not yet visited or that you've gone to like once and that was like five years ago. Go again. If you really dig deep to find, there are so many new places and new things you could still do. It could just be like a mundane little park, but there's like flowers in it or there's like I don't know. I can promise you that there are places in your city that are waiting for you to explore and it is up to you to explore them. If you're somewhat like me, if you are a student in school or if you are working a job or if you just cannot travel as often as you want to or if you're just not too into traveling, then my biggest tip for you would just be to simply be a tourist in your own city. And I just feel like it's so beneficial. Like, why not? If you're a student or, okay, no matter what you are, if you're going to move in the future, like if you're going to go to university somewhere different, if you're going to maybe possibly move somewhere, or even if you're not, enjoying what you have right now, enjoying the mountains that I have in Vancouver, enjoying the view, the lake, the water, the snow, the sunshine, whatever it is that your city has to offer, that's a form of gratitude. And gratitude is what makes people really happy. I guess that's also a form of exploring new places. There definitely is places in your city or around your city that you haven't been to and why not go? If you're so bored, if you're so desperate to do something, go somewhere that you haven't been to yet. I literally saw this idea on someone's like TikTok or someone's podcast. I don't remember, but I saw this idea this other day and I was like, what the heck? Like, let me try this. Okay. I have been living in this city for about like nine years and I have done a lot of things here. I have done practically everything every single year. But I saw this. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to some places and take really cute pictures. I'm going to visit the places that I once went to again. 
This also goes hand in hand with what I said earlier about changing your mindset. Your mindset is going to dictate your whole entire life. How you see things is literally how the world is going to be like for you, okay? Your perspective of the world is the world. Everyone has different perspectives and your perspective essentially is the truth. It's your truth. So why not try to be happy, try to think positively, try to say yes more and try to be a tourist in your own city. Moving on to my next piece of advice, which is a little bit controversial with something that I just said before, but it is to travel often. Now, I feel like the world is so big and you haven't seen everything yet. I don't know. I'm someone who loves to travel so much, but I feel like I have yet explored 0.1% of the world. I feel like I should do like a separate episode just on where I've been because I don't know. If you really like traveling, then maybe tune into a future episode of me talking about where I've been, what I've been doing. Okay, I have been to Australia. I've been to New Zealand. I've been to Paris. I've been to China. I've been to Shanghai. I've been to Beijing. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to Macau. I've been to Singapore. I've been to Bali, Indonesia. Let me see, where else have I been? I've been to London in the UK. I've been to Toronto, Canada. I'm living in Vancouver. Canada. I've been to Banff in Canada. I've been to Calgary. I have been to Montreal. I've been to Victoria, which is Vancouver Island. I've been to Seattle. I have been to Los Angeles. I've been to Miami. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to many, many places. But I feel like there's so much more that I haven't visited and I'm so excited to go visit. Traveling just excites me a lot and traveling really broadens your horizons. So if you're feeling a little bit like you're in a slump, if you're feeling a little bit stuck, if you're feeling like your life is not really fun right now, maybe book a little trip by yourself with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your husband, your sister, your brother, your child. I don't know, book a trip with someone or by yourself somewhere. Just travel and break yourself out of that routine for a while. My last final tip that I have for you guys is to find good friends. Now, I feel like your friends really make or break your life. Finding good friends is something that is so important because good friends can take you to fun places. They can go to a little bookstore with you. They can romanticize life with you. They can do small, boring things and make them fun with you. I heard a quote that it's not what you do, it's who you do it with that matters. It's not what movie you're watching, it's who you're watching it with. It's not what you're eating, it's who is sharing the meal with you that really matters, that really brings the mood. So all in all, I feel like finding good friends that can really vibe with you and just like match your energy is the most important part of romanticizing your life. Or if not, if you're not really surrounded by people that you like and you hate everyone, which is not very good, but if you really don't feel like the people around you really vibe with you, don't worry. People will come and go into your life and you will meet new people that can match your energy. But for now, I would just like to say to just romanticize your life on your own. To conclude this episode, I would like to say that romanticizing your life is something that can really bring you a lot of happiness and joy. And I feel like if you're a little bit stuck, if you're a little bit unhappy, if you're feeling like something is missing in your life, I strongly do suggest that you can try this out, try my tips and try my tricks. I really hoped that this episode helped you, that you took away something from it and that this made your day a little bit better maybe. If you did enjoy this episode, be sure to give the podcast a little bit of a rating 
rating five stars would make me really, really, really happy. And if you want to talk to me or if you want to know more about the podcast or stay updated, be sure to go over and check out my Instagram at bereal underscore pod, pod as in podcast. I also have a little try this at home for you guys before you go and it is to, you guessed it, be a tourist in your own city. To be more exact, Find three places in your city that you have gone to or you haven't gone to that you would really like to visit. And I don't mean just like list out three random restaurants. I mean to actually find three places that you really want to go to and make plans with someone or just go by yourself. That is what I want you guys to try at home this week. And that concludes our episode today. Thank you guys so much for listening once again, and I love you guys so much. I hope that you can make your life the best version of it and to live the life of your dreams. I love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys in my next episode every single Sunday. Bye!